Welcome to Off The Cut, a podcast where we talk about building, making, and answering all of your questions. I'm Eric from Spensley Design Co. And I'm Zach from Zach Builds. If you have a question that you would like us to answer on air, you can send it to offthecutpodcast at gmail.com. You can find both of us on YouTube, Instagram, and unfortunately, because we have to keep up with kids, you can find us on TikTok too. All right, now let's get into the show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Off The Cut, episode 36. We're up in Canada. Today is known as Tuesday, (laughs) October 25th, 2022. But here in Ohio and just east of me in Pennsylvania, today is respectfully dedicated uh, apparently to nothing because (laughs) for some reason the website where I get the food of the day was blank. So instead, this episode is respectfully dedicated to our first female guest, Christy, but you probably know her better as Oak Hill Millworks. What's up, Christy? What is up? Guess what? I mean, I don't want to call you out as soon as I get Uh on our first Uh call, but (laughs) I just moved. I don't live in Pennsylvania anymore. Oh, Oh, I saw that. So I noticed that you also have it listed as living in Kokomo, which I really enjoy that. Bermuda, Bahama, Kokomo. It's not that Kokomo. It's in the middle of Indiana. That's what I, okay, Indiana. I thought you had moved, but I was like, "Ah, I don't remember because you didn't put your location on. I feel like nobody puts location on. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but I also have a pesky mother in law, so most of the time I don't. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) What, is that so that she can't track you or? Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, really? Okay, all right. Um, so where does the uh, the Oak Hill Millworks come from? Are you gonna have to change the name now that you moved? I'm not gonna. I just reestablished the business here. Um, I really debated because I'm like, hmm, fresh start. But Oak Hill was where we lived in Pennsylvania, and yeah. then Millworks. It's a non-traditional use of the word for sure because I'm not over here banging out casings and moldings all the time. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, we went to a brewery in Harrisburg, and there's. It's called The Millworks, and it's actually a brewery that focuses on all the local artisans. So there's artwork, and there's sculptures, and there's things that people made. And so it just kind of resonated with me as more of like a general term for things that are made. So uh, The Millworks, yeah. And then get this, we were job hunting for my husband, and he got a call from Oak Hill High School. (laughs) <laughs> out here and we were like that's kind of crazy um yeah a little bit of serendipity right there we ended up landing on this job yeah so i kept the name yeah i like it i like it so christy you're like me and zach where you have uh it, like doing content and you know woodworking whatever isn't your like full-time day job everything right no it is this is me um, I mean, I'm a cardiac nurse legally, but mm, I, that's what I thought. I thought that you had a medical tie. Yeah. So that, um, that career was kind of what I went to right out of college, but it just kind of was draining me. And so, um, when we had our kids, I decided I'm going to stay at home with the kids for a little bit. And then as it turns out, staying at home with your kids also drains you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I started the business back in 2019 because I was like, I really want to do something more creative and something that taps back into like who I am and who I was before I became a mom. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so that's kind of, it was March, 2019. Um, it all started with the purchase of a laser. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I so noticed that's what's different about, so like Zach does slightly different content than I do. And you also do completely different content than the two of us. A lot of yours, like you really tie that laser in because that's a huge part of your business, isn't it? It is. I mean, that's how it started. It was really yeah. big. So if you look back at my content from like uh, 2019 to 20, it is still 2022. Probably the <laughs> beginning of this year, it was more. What oh, we lost her. Show we lost her. Uh, She'll be back in. Like, so uh, uh, listeners, uh, Christy did warn us that this might happen. Apparently uh, her Google Meet is a little bit glitchy. Uh, so we might have, yeah, and then she's back. She's back. Okay. We're good. Sorry. Perfect. So that's okay. okay. That's okay. <laughs> the, the content was more like I'm doing woodworking, but just so that I can complement the laser stuff. Um, yeah. right. I quickly found out that making kitschy, cutesy things took time. And although I enjoyed it, like as, from an artist standpoint, I also kind of am motivated by numbers and money. <laughs> so I'm like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this, my profits are gone. I like my time is actually my most valuable asset here. So um, I quickly switched to like a B2B um, business model where I was trying to sell more bulk things that were not as artistic okay. or creative by any means, but I started to see those bigger checks and invoices roll yeah. in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and, and it was funny because it was even making something as small as like a wooden keychain or tumblers, but yeah, the yeah. quantity yes. um, when you're selling to a business. So, um, and then with time, I just started to build more and then I fell in love with woodworking like a dope. Um, Cause that takes up a lot of money and time and space. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. <laughs> um, and then not to like just word vomit and go on and on and on about my origin no, story. No, please. But, um, yeah, I just realized then that I also loved sharing. Like I really love, um, I guess my favorite part of being a nurse was patient education. So mm. when I combine like doing what I enjoy creatively or with woodworking with helping others get over that hump so that they can do it too, that's like where my heart really gets happy. So content creation, um, yeah, allows me to make that more educational content. And, uh, and then I started tapping into YouTube with my CNC. And that's kind of my YouTube sweet spot is CNC stuff. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I got my hands YouTube on a lot of a pots of honey. YouTube is a different beast. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. I finally just got monetized. And I'm like, I'm oh, sorry. Nice, did you realize I got $26 this month? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that's what people don't realize is like, I remember thinking, Man, that's such BS that it takes a thousand subs and like four thousand watch hours to get monetized. But it's like, okay, if you got monetized before then, you would have gotten like a. It would have been like TikTok money, where you would have gotten like a couple dollars a month, and it's like yeah. it's not going to oh, work. That. I hope they don't change it. I hope they don't pull an Instagram and. You guys were talking about it on your last podcast. The doing away of the swipe up is a huge mistake, in my opinion. We could go on a long rant about that, yeah. but um, hopefully YouTube <laughs> keeps it. I think you should have to work to start to earn, and I think you should have to build on that. Yeah, yeah. There, it's weird. There, there are some like weird edge cases where I'm kind of against the fact that they don't monetize channels because, like, so say you have a very popular video, 
and you only have like 500 subs, but you have this weird video where you get a million views yeah. and they're running ads on it That's... and they're making money on it, but you're not making money on it. It's like, that doesn't feel right to me. But then it's like, that's such a weird edge case that that like yeah. that so rarely happens you, that I don't even know that's did, really Did you just watch the a recent video by Think Media? Cause you're... No, no, I didn't actually. It was just about how like the old ways of like just grinding for subs is not the way of YouTube anymore. And it's about your mm. click through rate and keeping people yeah. watching, which is seems yeah. obvious. Like if people yeah. like the content, that's what you should be getting uh more recommendations from is if the content is yeah. good um because i have mm -hmm. noticed mm -hmm. that the people who have chosen to be transparent with what they're earning on youtube and you kind of compare their sub count i'm like wow she has two hundred thousand more subs and she's not coming close to what this other person is right. earning with two hundred thousand yeah. fewer subs so that's kind of that yeah. says a lot well it also depends like which niche you're in right because depending on what your audience is, they're going to be more or less valuable to different advertisers. Like I've seen a lot of people in developing countries that have really popular channels. But if you're just talking about things that are going on in Colombia all the time, that's mm. not as valuable to advertisers because just the, you know, people in Colombia, unfortunately, have less money to spend on things that you would advertise on YouTube. Right. So it's uh, and so I've heard that finance. Uh, oh, yeah content is like mm -hmm. the, the highest paying. Yeah, I yeah. fully intend to make YouTube videos disclosing how much I spent on the laser and yeah. what I've made doing it. Yeah. I just, I'm yeah. so, I can't do all the things. I wanna do all oh, the I know, things. I know. That's, the, that's the, the, the hardest part about being a content creator is like, once you start going, once you get the ball rolling, you have all these ideas and it's like, okay, which ones are the ones that are gonna be the best use of my time? And you don't necessarily know how other people are going to react to some video, right? Like yeah. you have you have an idea like and you have your own interests, but it's until you actually sit down and do it. It's kind of just the, a little bit of a, like, a, I don't know, a little bit of a crapshoot. Yeah. And the ideas are the fun part and they're kind of the easy part. It's the executing yeah. of the ideas that's <laughs> yeah. tougher. Yeah. Um, and then when yeah. you do start to get sponsors involved, you're, you have this schedule now and it's like, man, mm -hmm. why can't I just be retired at 34 and just do all the things that I want to do? <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So speaking of sponsors, Christy, I think you were one of the first people that I ever like messaged and was just like, just flat out like, Hey, how much did you charge for this? Or like, how much should I be charging for this? I remember when you, when you, and this was like a year and a half ago, you told me your that. number and I was like, damn, <laughs> I am just losing so much money. And I was like, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> like this is thing, something that we always tell people from the get go. People are like, oh, the first time I have a sponsor and they're like, I'm going to give you $40 to post something. <laughs> Don't. Do Take not do it. it. Yeah. Oh, I made that mistake though, like many, many followers ago. I think I had, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe 500 followers and uh, that famous uh, canvas apron company that was yeah. just oh, yeah. hustling them out at the time. 
Yeah. And they were like, we'll give you 50 bucks to make a one minute video. And video. I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've made it. <laughs> uh, um, one of my It's funny mistakes. though, <laughs> you talk about the, the canvas apron and like, I remember there were like these like specific waves of companies that were just yeah. like paying everybody they could get their hands on with like a thousand followers or more. Like, yeah. you know, 50, 60 bucks plus a little bit of free product. It was It was really interesting to see. Uh, I don't see too much of that going on anymore. Not coming in the big waves, but maybe I'm just not as tuned into it. Yeah, no, it feels like the whole climate of Instagram has shifted a bit in the past 100%. six months or yeah. more. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm kind of hoping I don't have a viral reel. <laughs> yeah, it, why do you say that? Well, it just seems like so many people in the past several months have just zoomed up over 100K. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. And everyone that I've talked to, they're like, it's really not satisfying. Because mm. well, it's one thing to like get, uh, I don't know, 50 follows one day and you see a sure. lot with the name woodworking behind it. Yeah. So you're like, okay, yeah. that's a good follow. They want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing to see, you know, all the foreign accounts or the clear bot accounts. It's like, yeah. mm -hmm. this isn't, this is the participation ribbon right. that the losing team gets. Yes, yes. Yeah. I've just kind of accepted that as part of my account growing is that I'm going to have a more diffuse audience. It's not going to be all like super hardcore people who want to see everything I'm doing. It's, you know, the larger that pool is, there's going to be people who follow you but don't really care that much about what you're yeah. doing and they'll only see posts occasionally so it's kind of it, it is what it is as your audience gets bigger it becomes this like kind of like feast or famine thing you'll have posts that like pop off and do amazing mm -hmm. and then you'll have posts that you put out that are just complete duds and it's kind of i don't know it's unfortunate but it is what it is it is just takes me back to when i had very few followers and i really celebrated when i got like 50 likes on something and it felt well, like a genuine right. response and now i'm like exactly yeah and yeah. every and it was more consistent too i imagine or that's at least what my experience was it was much more like every post you do you see like the same 20 to 50 people liking and commenting yeah. on it and you have a little bit of a community but as your account grows it just it changes it's unfortunate but it does the one thing I've noticed is that you'll have these accounts where like, this is no exaggeration at all. They'll have like one to 2000 followers. And then literally a week later, 50 to a hundred K from yeah. like two reels that popped mm -hmm. off. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, not like I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm glad that your content went well, but here's what's going to happen. Brands are going to reach out to you and now you don't know your value. So mm. now you're going to do something way cheaper. And then people that have been well established are like, I know my value. I'm now going to be <laughs> undercut. And they're going to yeah. look at me and think, you're crazy for charging that much when I can get this guy or this girl over here to do it for a tenth of that price. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's there's definitely potential for that to happen. This, like, this identical conversation is happening all over the place with, men, yeah. with many people. The same exact thing that you just said. I've said it. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. It's diluting the value, in my opinion, I think, somehow. So we got to figure out how we can keep adding value to the community. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, I don't know. How can we do that? It's, ah. it's challenging because I try to put out like videos that have voiceovers, right? Mm -hmm. Teach like mm -hmm. a tip and technique or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
But if I just put this, I have it's this video I talk about all the time that I post to every couple months because it gets every single time minimum 5 million views. Can you send it's that this, to me? It's yeah. the <laughs> dumbest video. Yeah. It's me just squeezing pieces of wood together and epoxy running out of it. It's like three mm -hmm. seconds long. Oh, it's, it's the like, really messy one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who cares? It's crap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Well, so I think we I think we talked about this last week, Eric, uh, but sometimes just because you don't perceive value in something doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't. I mean, That's true. it's, you know, maybe it's crap to you, but other people find it extremely satisfying to see yeah. epoxy oozing out of it. I don't know. It's, I, I just kind of no, that makes here. sense. I'm not sure. My, my, like, three, I don't even know what it's called. My three points in my bio are, like, education, entertainment, and empowerment. So I'm just trying to mm -hmm. check at least one Fair. of those boxes for people. And yeah. you do have to yeah. play the game because, especially if you're self-employed doing this, you gotta kind of play the game and hope oh, that yeah. it doesn't play you too yeah. hard. Facebook yeah. is where it's at <laughs> yeah, though. True. Are you guys? So I just got, oh, my whole Instagram ordeal, that was a nightmare. <laughs> finally yeah. got a Facebook back. And so I basically just cross post, but I finally figured out that weird convoluted way to cross post your reels. Um, so like as soon as I post a reel, it also goes over to Facebook as opposed to just like your photo post. Oh, I can't figure out how to do that. Oh, it is a nightmare. It's hard. It's really, you know what, Eric, you walked me through it. I did it and it worked for like a week and then yeah. it just stopped working. I'm yeah. surprised they are still allowing you to monetize that because I know I've gotten flagged for like, this can't be monetized because it, you know, resembles the same video on a different channel. Oh, oh. interesting. Um, no, but, so, so my Facebook thing is only like 300 followers or something like that now. And it, so it takes, you have to get to a certain level before you can monetize on Facebook, right? I have two different accounts that are monetized on Facebook. I have no idea how I got there, but Instagram's pay is crap compared to Facebook. I'll say that. Oh, well, yeah. On like a good month of Instagram reel bonus, it's like 500 bucks, 600 bucks. And I'm like, woohoo. <laughs> I've only gotten that high like once. Otherwise, it's more like less than 200 for me on Instagram. But I also have yeah, like yeah. less than half the follower count that yeah. you have. But I mean, like, that's not a sustainable number. Like, if you're trying to do content full time, like, oh, oh, oh. you can't do $500 a month. No, like, that just covers, no. like, glue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe right. materials, yeah, maybe. But Facebook but you guys is better. Try, you guys should try being a Canadian, because I don't have access to either of those programs. Oh. So I get a big fat zero from yeah. Facebook and Instagram. A lot of people here and, don't have it either, to, and they too. don't know why. Yeah. So it's it, it yeah. is frustrating that it's not an even playing field. Yeah, I it's just that, a weird black um, box. Brad Brad Rodriguez from Fix This Build that is doing a, a seminar about uh, Facebook monetization at oh, WorkbenchCon yeah. this year, okay, I believe. Well, well, let's, let's sign up for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. To, I need to get tickets still. I haven't done that. Oh, you got to come. I think I think the early bird pricing is still for like maybe a couple weeks, maybe a week or two. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm we'll still trying to buy there. my ticket. Again, speaking oh, about dude. getting screwed as a Canadian, I can't buy a ticket because their website won't let Canadians check out the ticket. Do you just want me to buy it for you? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Probably easier. I, I emailed them. And they said they were going to get back to me in like a week or something like that. So we'll see if okay. they actually do. But I might just, yeah, have you get it and I'll send you money. Okay. Oh my gosh. So, so Christy, with, with your business, 
how would you say it's split up? Would you say it's like 70% is the custom orders and stuff that you do and 30% is content? Or how would you say it's like broken up? Uh, I really shouldn't just know this number off the top of my head. So let me pull up my QuickBooks here. Oh, no, you're um, good. <laughs> it is shifting to be much more heavily content creation than yeah. um, custom stuff. I did a lot of custom stuff um, this past year. I haven't done many sales at all in the past two months since we relocated. I haven't been getting the shop set up. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Um, but, yeah, it's moving into more than half content creation. Yeah, Ben Craig, Craig Jig has been helping with that. Um, well, it's <laughs> nice. I don't know if it's total. It, it's not necessarily more than half content creation, but it's more than half is not making stuff for people. Um, gotcha. The, yeah. the gotcha. TV show pays, uh, mm. so that's a content ish, but it's not content yeah. I'm creating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. And I'm I'm assuming this is a paid podcast recording. So, uh, Eric, <laughs> what? Like, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we, we we pay in like Domino's coupons if you want. Checks in Domino's the mail. <laughs> yeah. We don't even make enough money on this. Po- this podcast for us is just a pure enjoyment yeah. thing and like a community yeah. thing. Like, yeah, we we so we answer questions that people send in and stuff like that because, as you know, mm-hmm. so often you get somebody that sends you like a heartfelt message on Instagram. Hey, I'm just starting. I I need help with this, 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 and this. It's like I'm really sorry i can't devote the time to answer that thoroughly in the times that i have done it mm-hmm. i've gotten burned with somebody just replying like double hitting <laughs> it and giving me the heart and i'm like i wrote you six paragraphs <laughs> yeah. and you can't yeah. even respond i usually do voice memos because i do oh, yes it's just quicker it's yeah. harder yeah. for them but i'm like it's a compromise i give you all this information yeah. Yeah. in the middle of my work day and you can't yeah. just like scroll. You're gonna scroll have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like a voice note's a little bit more personal too, right? It's yeah. I don't know. I enjoy nice I touch. enjoy that on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And it's that soothing voice of yours. And it's not the nasally drone that Zach so and I have. Soothing. <laughs> yeah. Is um has Eric's face been frozen on your screen too, Zach? This no, I still see him just fine. Okay. He's been frozen in the same position for like ten minutes for my <laughs> Oh really? Okay. I hope it's not vulgar. No, you look you look pretty normal. Uh, well, it's a neutral face. <laughs> doesn't mean it's not vulgar. So, we, speaking of speaking of questions, because I'm curious to know this from you, Kristen. Okay. One of our patrons asked a question. Wes Willard, uh, what is your current camera setup? Maybe oh. list the types such as DSLR, GoPro. Mm-hmm. wind up box camera and mm-hmm. why you have those. So what do you like film all of your stuff on? iPhone, baby? She's preaching. Yeah, that's what I'm talking nice. about. I don't even have the nice, nice iPhone. I only have the two cameras. <laughs> do you got the mini one? Is that the, no, I got the little, oh, the little slightly different. Size. It's the 11, orientation but it, it's not the okay. pro. Oh. It's not the pro. See, this, this is what. one. We always tell people is you don't need like a crazy good camera. It's, a, it's it's more about what you're doing and the story and the content you're putting out there than how it looks. So yeah, wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, I've considered it mainly because I just don't want to use my phone. Like I wish yeah. it was. Like I've thought about buying an iPhone and not activating it with a plan to right. use it as a I've, I've known people who have done yeah. that. I know, uh, I was listening to like a comedian talk about how he wanted to film his special 
And he just went and bought like five iPhones and set them up around the stage at like different angles. You know how to use it? Like, yeah. Maybe you could get a, I don't know, camera, body plus lenses. That adds up. The factor mm-hmm. for me is like, I do not have the time or the interest to learn DSLR. Yeah. I had a Ni- mm-hmm. Nikon once upon a time. I think that's a big mistake a lot of people make when they're first starting out is like, okay, I want to do this content thing. I need to go get a big fancy camera. And then they plonk it down. They're like, oh, I have no idea how to use this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> I had no idea what the hell I was doing with this thing. Two Seems like buttons. you figured it out. I've, I've, I have like a custom setting that when I turn it on, mm. it automatically goes back to the settings that I had prior. And I'm like, there you go. This works for me. Yeah. <laughs> as long as no dials get bumped while it's in your bag or anything like that, it's okay. Right. Right. So Zach, you've got a, you got a mirrorless, right? You got the yes. Sony something or other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a Sony a seven S three. It's a lot um. of numbers. Sounds yeah, it's a, it's a lot of numbers. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You should the the a lot of numbers also comes to the price tag with the thing. But that's because like I like the videography aspect. I have right. the passion for learning how to use the camera because I like to make mm-hmm. nice looking things. But it's I know that it's not necessary. It's just like a thing that I like to do, but it's not integral to the business at all <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. But I mean, everybody knows that like when you post photos and like your videos and stuff on Instagram, you're like, oh, they're very, they they look nice. They look better than most Mm -hmm. people's. But it's clear that like, okay, you take a lot of pride and enjoyment in doing the camera tech side of things. Yes. It's fun for me. But if it's, if it's a pain point for you, then don't do it. Sorry, well, I wrote that in here real quick. No, oh okay. no you're good this is what happens see, when you have is... women on the show they're they shed <laughs> they shed a lot oh, the, see, oh i shed is... a lot but they're just like little short hairs yeah <laughs> i'm losing all my hair oh really Uh-oh. i don't know Uh-oh. i need to get that keeps subscription keeps, or whatever yeah. it is i think I, I did a I did a sponsored video with them a while ago i'll, I'll shoot you over a discount code you can use oh my oh, goodness yeah. wasn't didn't <laughs> april just get roasted for a it was like a hair I'm pretty sure. Oh, I didn't it, see that. I'm pretty sure it was a balding product, and she's a woman with a full head of hair. Um, right. But what's wrong with that? It's just letting somebody know about a product. I mean, yeah, she had a friend of her family who like uh, suffered with male pattern baldness, and it was like sure. I can imagine that would be very, very hard. And um, so yeah. that's why she took it on. But people just roasted her. That's so weird. I mean, I I did it. I have a full head of hair. It's like it's, it's just just because you have hair doesn't mean <laughs> that you can't sympathize with somebody. How awkward it'd be to lose your hair, right? Like true, I don't true. Know. The sponsor thing for me is, I don't know, especially on YouTube. Like I understand even before I was a content creator, I understood that there are going to be people that are like, hey, make this Squarespace ad that don't use Squarespace, right. yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Well, do you, like when you're watching a TV show, like when you're watching Seinfeld, do you think Jerry Seinfeld like cares about the, I don't know, <laughs> like the, uh, the allergy commercial that like yeah. plays during this? Like, no, it's a commercial. Oh, it's like, it's damn. not even really that related to the content. But people are so dang sensitive nowadays and they, they get very annoyed by ads and they think that mm-hmm. we are just here to serve them. Yeah. 
It's very true. Which is definitely. Well, there's a really easy way around it on YouTube. <laughs> you buy YouTube Premium. That's, oh. what, that's true. Well, I guess that doesn't do anything about the baked in ads, though, which that's, are the ones that true. people seem to be the most offended about. I love uh, wow. your responses, <laughs> Eric. Oh, mine? I'm like, he is such a jerk. <laughs> that's why you're, you're trying to stir the pot so people keep coming. All you respond with is yes. They have like a compound question, and your yes. answer is yes. Oh, man. I got a good one. I, I don't know if I can find it. Um, I'll see if I can pull it up because this guy got so mad. Eric also ah, taught me the patented it. method of just saying, Are you sure? <laughs> when some, yeah, when somebody that's a gives you a big long diatribe, because it gets people pissed oh, yeah. when you say stuff like that. My YouTube content is so niche, which is really not a good thing. But at the same time, my community is pretty like loyal and they're really nice because they're. Yes. They're there for a reason. Well, it's interesting, you know, when you post a video on YouTube, depending on how successful it is, you can expect more or less hate. Like if it just plays to your like core audience, you're going to get like all these really nice comments. But as soon as it goes like viral or, you know, reaches a bigger audience than what you're used to. Then you have to start bracing for like a little bit of criticism and hate from all the outside. <laughs> Just avoid, because I get enough of that on Facebook. I get so many chauvinistic comments on Facebook. I bet. I bet. Oh, it's yeah. rough. And then yeah. the worst part is you go click on that guy's profile and you see him holding like his daughter. I'm like, how uh. can you make that comment and be a father to a girl? How can you? Or people like know, yeah, say horrible things and it's coming from like a business account. I'm like, <sighs> you're the face of your business right now. People are just- You know what I've found on YouTube is actually the most hateful comments that I get are often from other YouTubers. Oh. It's really? usually, yeah, not people with like big accounts, but like people with like a, an account where they've got, you know, like 100 to 500 subscribers or something like that. And yeah, it's just like, oh, this is not good promotion for your channel. That's surprising. <laughs> yeah. Well, I found this one if you guys want to hear this back yes, and forth. This guy is yes, super I fired up. Try these. So, <laughs> so it comes from, and this is how you got to do it. You have to either just ignore the comments or just take, like, you take amusement from them. So yeah. this is from a, a short that I put out. And shorts on YouTube are now troll farms i love it yes um yes. so it's a it's one i said it's a two thousand dollar chessboard and he oh, goes i read through these <laughs> oh did you oh. <laughs> he goes for anyone that's getting into woodworking please don't have these types of expectations Mo- most woodworkers unless their work is famous aren't going to be making this kind of money off any standard chessboard uh da, da, da. you definitely can make a chessboard worth that much but this definitely isn't going to be it it is irresponsible to give someone those types of expectations when <laughs> when you know it's likely you're not going to happen. And I said, are you sure? <laughs> and they go, yeah, I'm fairly sure. Also, oh. this comment isn't directed towards you. It's directed towards your subscribers who may have an unrealistic expectation of their project prices. Well, he, and I said, he called you irresponsible, so it's kind of directed towards you. Yeah, yeah. so I yeah. said, are you sure? And he goes, I, he goes, I am sure. And I said, okay. And he said, good deal. And I said, what's the deal? <laughs> this is where Slow he gets Slow day mad. at work, Eric. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that I was certain about. I was saying 
and that you had enough mental processing power to do understood what I was saying. I doesn't make sense. <laughs> mm. Listen, bro. I get this trick of going back and forth, trying to get the last words in, slightly paying with semantics to keep conversation from gravita gravitating too much on the negative aspects about yourself. <laughs> and it's the little bit you want to play. Keep going more power to you. You'll continue to lose respect from me and anyone else that can see through this kind of bullshit. Wow. Oh, there's the explicit word. So upset. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you make your content public and you should have the mental capacity to understand criticism. You should take criticism face on with maturity and not continue to act like a middle-aged brat. And he goes, I'm sure you don't need to tell me who that was directed towards. And I said, who was it directed towards? <laughs> and he just keeps going all out. And he says, you. I said, oh, I think there's a new season, season four of you coming out in March, but I'm not sure. That's a great show, by the way. And he goes, yeah, just take the show criticism, buddy. And I said, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Please press one to be transferred to our customer service department or two to be transferred back to our main menu. <laughs> Hasn't responded since then. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. But it's, it's helping out. Like, you know, more. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, exactly. Every time I, I like the idea that, well, he's typing out his mad responses to you, your voiceover is like playing in his headphones. It's like, I'm so mad at this guy. And <laughs> yeah. it, like, keeps hearing you talking. Because <laughs> for him to be in the comment thing, the video The video is always playing in the background. I legit uh. read through those comments that day and saw many people just wanted to know, did someone actually pay $2,000 for this? Yeah. Yeah, I believe the story was that that was kind of your like f off price to somebody who right. wanted you to build a chessboard. Somebody and wanted they, me to build a chessboard. I had no, I didn't want to build it. And they go, "How much?" I said, two thousand dollars." And they said, "Okay." And you're like, "Dang it! That's is that still yeah. not enough?" <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's funny. So, Christy, we have that conversation with sponsors. If there's yeah. a sponsor yeah. that comes to us we often will give them the F off price. Do you yeah. operate under the same thing? Like if somebody is like kind of somewhat, you're like, I don't know. Um, trying to think back for a specific example here. I, I have like, I have my rate card and I have deviated from it both directions. Yeah, sure. Um, certain more like mom and pop businesses that I would just enjoy working with um, that I know are not gonna have the budget of Craig Tool. Um, and otherwise, no, I, I wouldn't, if I don't wanna work with someone, I'm not gonna take the time to even respond about the yeah. rate, honestly. But um, I have done that for jobs, absolutely. Yeah. You well, just don't wanna do. Especially yeah. when you're time limited, right? Mm -hmm. Like there are things that's like, if you pay me enough money, I will work all day and all night in order to like get this contract done. But if I'm already busy, like, yeah, like I'm gonna, like right now I've I've got a couple sponsors lined up for my next couple videos and I've gotten a few emails in the meantime. And it's like, yeah, I just give them my F off price cause I'm too busy. But mm -hmm. if they're willing to pony up that extra cash and like, like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll have a couple sleepless nights. I'll really hustle in November to get this done if I can, so. Yeah. I forget what that, oh man, what is it? Somebody said um, three things you can choose. You can either have it done well, yes, yeah, done cheap, I think, or done mm -hmm. fast. 
Yes. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they pick two. I, yeah, pick two. You can't there's certain combinations yeah. that don't make sense together. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I like that. Exactly. And yeah, like uh, it's uh, like you were saying, like I've deviated to low end. Like sometimes I know brands are super chill to work with. Then I will I won't give them my F off price. I'll give them like a, a lower price because I know that I can enjoy the project. I know it's going to be easy. I know I'm going to not have to send a million emails back and forth about every little detail. Uh, yeah. So I will charge those companies less money. <laughs> I have one of those on the horizon um, ready to be signed with for next year that I'm, maybe we can talk about that in the after show. Um, okay. Yeah, for sure. I like it. I like it. It's definitely lower than what I would normally <laughs> work with. Yeah. But man, I tell you what, some of these third party marketing groups that run so point for these companies just are horrible. And I, I almost feel bad because I'm like, I know you're working in a big agency and you don't probably don't have good leadership and you have no idea what yeah. we're doing on our end. So it's hard for you mm-hmm. to understand like timelines and expectations. And yeah. I'm just kind of over it though. Like I'd rather have more engagements for the long haul at a smaller paycheck and enjo- yep. enjoy yep. who I work with. Um, 100%. Not have them micromanaging me, especially not like four different people micromanaging me on the same project <laughs> and me having to repeat the email. I mean, I yeah. hate it. Yes. So anyways, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, new partnership yeah we'll for sure talk about in the after show because yeah, the after we, show is where we can also air our grievances that yes. don't need to good be in a public yeah. eye if yeah. you've got grievances to oh air, my <laughs> okay there we go there's I, a good I, teaser I, for the after show everybody and i will just say six days left in my awful timberland pro contract Ooh. can't wait can't yeah, wait. wait worst mistake of my life oh oh i can talk about that in the after show too Nice. Oh. nice. We've talked well, about that. Did you them. end up taking it? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I wish I didn't. But yeah, we'll, we're for sure talking. And you about had an actual. Sure. Okay, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I remember the crap they tried to put you Just through. Just you, you wait. Te- you texted me about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, we've got air- it, grievances there. But yes. let's get back to a question. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. I like this one. This will be funny. Uh, w- this is from Brock Trahan. What piece have you made that your significant other hates <laughs> the most, oh, oh, oh. and why? Mm. Oh. Hmm. Okay, I got I got mine. Okay, go for it. <laughs> so this was one hundred percent a joke, but I needed and uh, I've worked with Arbor Tech for a long time. They're great. But they're just kind of like one thing a year that they, they're like the power carving company. Mm-hmm. It's like one thing a year they want to work with you on. Well, I had forgotten that I had made, I had made an agreement with them. And then it was like four weeks, three or four weeks before I had a deliverables due. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to make? And this was back when like, I didn't really, wasn't making a lot of money. So I didn't really have a lot of money to be putting into this. And I had just a bunch of stacks of pallets left <laughs> and so it was valentine's day was coming up and so that's where the video come, yeah, I was gonna uh, say, came together where not, i stacked yeah. all, the, all the pallet wood with a bunch of epoxy and stuff yeah and then i power i literally just made a giant wall of of stacked pieces of pallets and then power carved the shape of a giant heart yeah as like it was kind of a joke but when i gave it to her she's like, like Ew, what is this? What is this? <laughs> and she did. She's like, 
oh it's it's nice and so i like i like (laughs) no it's literally sat in this closet behind me for over two years and i just got rid of it the other day she never set it out (laughs) but i mean i knew it was crap but it was just it was just fun it was fun Uh, I think my husband is, first I think husbands must have like a little code or something or they just know how to. Uh oh, we're getting thrown under the bus. Not. <laughs> not we're not married. No, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good okay. thing. I think husbands like are sweet. They don't want to hurt our feelings. But I also think my husband's just pretty great. Also, I think I just make awesome stuff all the time. So I don't think there is a thing. Humble brag. I don't, I don't think there is a thing that my husband would even just like, I know there was a picture that I had framed for him way back when for our anniversary and that thing never got hung up. Um, mm. It was just like the two of you? It was actually, it was, I thought it was pretty. It was the view off the bridge that he proposed to me on. Oh, that's nice. It was, like a, nice. It was a really wide shot, but I think it was an ugly frame or something. Oh. I don't know. He didn't, he was like, thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, the, I don't know. I didn't make the frame or anything, but I won't I speak got. for Zach. But I know that I've gotten in trouble in the past where, like, Miranda will give me something, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, cool, this is nice." And then, like a year later, she'll be like, "The reason I got that was because this was a song that we listened to on our first date or something." And I'd be like. I just didn't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were just like, oh, check out this artist. I think you might like him. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> it's, sometimes I forget yeah. the, the sentimental, yeah. emotional thing. Yeah, you need yeah. a little bit of context with, with stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I think there's a pretty big chasm between what I'm interested in and what my girlfriend Sophie is interested in. So, like, I do all these things. I bring all these projects home and, like, my our house is, like, basically just decorated with all my projects. Mm-hmm. And I think she's a little sick of it. She's a little sick of my aesthetic because she's constantly like, can we have less wood in the living room? It's a lot can of we, like, wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, can we get some, like, glass and some metal in here? Can we just, like, stop with all the wood? Uh, and I think just, like... You know, like I'm building like custom video game consoles and she's like, I do not give a shit about custom video game <laughs> consoles because I'm a real adult. So I'm like you. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. She, so she's not a big tech person then? No, no. She's very much like a real life. Like she wants to sit down and have a real conversation with you, which I don't understand at all. <laughs> <laughs> this might be why she's still only your girlfriend. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, potentially, potentially. <laughs> so Miranda and I were we were looking at engagement rings uh, last night or whatever, and so I she, I was like, there are too many, too many like all these different adjectives for all these things. Mm. And I told mm-hmm. her I was like, when when so I play hockey. When you go to buy hockey gear, you can do this customized thing that you're like, okay, I want it to be this size, this feature, this feature. And then you like click on all the things and it like yeah. repopulates this digital. Yeah, image. you like filter. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, is there like a ring version of this? And so there we were searching be. for like an hour. And then finally I was like, this is it. I was like, come in here. And then I could be like, okay, so here's this different option. What does it look like? And we're like, no, those are ugly. I like option A. 
in this description. And like, you could actually work through it and see what you're getting at. That's I cool. need that kind of stuff. That's techie. Hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. It's about yeah, as yeah. techie as I can. Were you shopping, on, you were shopping <laughs> yeah. online? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there should Because we went to the store. Yeah, we went to the store and then they're like, well, here's this something, something, something cut. And then another one, I'm like, yeah. dude, I couldn't tell you the difference between the two. I don't shop for anything in person these days. No, it's annoying. <laughs> it's just it's just not efficient use of your time. <laughs> and I worked retail in college, and the last thing I want to do is interact with retail people. Yeah. It's like they don't want to talk to you. No, My no. perfect day in retail would be no one coming in. <laughs> right? That is pretty much hey, the case true. now. I mean, after yeah. COVID, everyone pretty much shops online yeah. for sure now. Unless you're working on commission, then you might want to see some faces, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I always feel bad. Like I go into like a retail store. I'm like, okay, dude, I'm sorry. I had to ask you a question about this like pair of boots or whatever. <laughs> like, I know I'm bothering you. I know you're like deep in your phone conversation that you're having right now, but <laughs> can I see these in a size 11 and a half? <laughs> yeah. Retail yeah. is a space. I am so glad I'm not in that. Likewise with customer service, like, Mm, yeah, Chrissy, do you run into the issue with like when you make stuff for orders or clients or whatever that people are just a complete pain in the butt? Mm. <clears throat> no. I imagine. <laughs> can I? Do, do you face less, a little bit less, like pickiness when you're dealing with bigger business clients than when you're dealing with like individuals? Here's why I don't face pickiness. Here's why I did, and here's why I do not anymore. It's because okay. I give people extremely limited options. Mm. Because, again, my time is my most valuable yeah. asset. I used to make the yeah. huge mistake of mocking up multiple different versions, offering X number of fonts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way, and, and I find it's better for them, too, with fewer options. Give them yeah. two yeah. options. Yeah. This or that. Yeah. People get overwhelmed. They don't know what to pick. And then they're, they've got all these questions, questions. for you. It's like, well... What does this font feel like? What does this font, you know, it's like, I don't know, dude, just pick a font. <laughs> yeah, so that's, I just gave, give them fewer options now. And then I find that people are still extremely happy, especially if you just are like, ooh, I really love this one, but I can see why this one would work well too. So you show like your mm -hmm. own enthusiasm for yeah. it. So they feel like mm -hmm. either way, it's a good pick. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, the, it's the same concept. Like I've heard so many people that do furniture. They're like, I literally have walnut mm -hmm. white oak and maple <laughs> and those are the only options you have mm -hmm. like it, you you make it easier because you know as somebody who doesn't know anything about woodworking if i'm like would you like hickory or elm mm -hmm. they're like i don't know just yeah. point them to my five-part video series with baird brothers where they can learn the difference between hickory red oak white oak maple cherry <laughs> Yeah, but like, come on, let's be honest. No, yeah. no one is going to care to look at that. They're like, yeah, I like walnut. So I like the brown. Yeah. <laughs> Brown's good. Brown's good. <laughs> Brown's good. Or though I remember looking way back when I first got started on Instagram, a lot of people were doing like sign making and stuff like that. And then I would just out of curiosity, go look at their custom order forms mm -hmm. and they had literally every single color stain that Minwax had mm -hmm. as an option. Uh, yeah. I think, <clears throat> see, I think people on Etsy are really successful with having a ton of options 
But with that plug and chug style of ordering, when it's pre-programmed in Etsy's, what is interface the right word? Sure. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. I know what you mean. And they put up good pictures showing what each stain and font look like. You're still not, you're out with your family or you're doing whatever you're doing while people are choosing those things. So I feel like that's a little bit different in that scenario. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Have you had, speaking of Etsy, have you had any success on Etsy? I have never attempted Etsy. Hmm. I've never attempted to sell a physical item on Etsy, but I do just like cross post my digital plans on there. It's such a crapshoot. Is that? Yeah. Is there any form of like discovery on Etsy? Like, can you go viral on Etsy? Uh, I think there is like a game know. to be played from what I hear. Um, yeah. I know um, Ben Myers is wickedly successful with selling um, plans on Etsy. And I think there's ways that you can play an algorithm with Etsy too and start yeah. showing up higher in searches. Um, uh, interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I did the thing with, so the one of my plans that sells the best on Etsy is like the flip top tool cart because mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of people are searching that. But I tried like, you know, I was bringing in, I don't know, $100, $200 a month on that plan, which is pretty good for just one plan, right? So I was yeah. like, okay, because I don't need that money, what if I had literally put one or $200 a month into like the paid ads nice. on Etsy? Zero yeah. return on investment for me. Oh, hmm. what about here? What about something where, like, if you did a paid ad on like Pinterest that linked to your Etsy or something like that? <sighs> I don't know how that. And works. then, then Etsy might see that as like organic traffic. Yeah, and then put you higher in the ranking or something like that. I hear there's I much to be earned from Pinterest. I have so yeah. many things that I wish I was doing that I just, I yeah. just can't. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, let's go through. So, like, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Etsy, Pinterest. I mean, you could start like a whole email marketing thing. Email, you could start blog. like a blog. Yes, your blog, community, your email like, list, like you're saying. Yeah. Oh, even Amazon. Oh. Amazon is Patreon. a social media platform now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I don't really get that, but I definitely I know what you're talking about. I have a buddy who says he makes a thousand bucks a month from doing very short review videos on Amazon. Uh -huh. Oh, it's interesting that you mentioned that. So when I was in college, I, so if you go on Amazon or whatever, you look at the reviews and they have like, sometimes they'll have badges. It'll say like, yeah. so-and-so is a top mm -hmm. 500 reviewer or like Amazon vine. Yeah. I was in top 100 Amazon reviewers in the world. And this is when I was in college. Oh. And dude, I, <laughs> was an idiot because I wouldn't, I just take the free product and I wasn't charging for people. But what I would do is I would then just take the product and I'd sell it on eBay, which I'm right. sure violates all the agreements that you're <laughs> yeah. making. But I bought myself a car in college through that. I was like, that's, oh, that's pretty sweet. cool. Hey, so, I mean, just okay. like a used car, but so. now, now I'm curious about that. So was that something you did intentionally? Were you like, I'm gonna start reviewing everything on Amazon and become like one of these top tier or did it just kind of happen where you're like, I love reviewing stuff. <laughs> this is my passion, Jeff mom Bezos and dad. <laughs> I, no, no, definitely not a passion. It was, it was one of these things where like, man, I was broke in college. So I was like, huh, I need a new backpack. What if I reach out to like a company? I was like, Hey, I'll review your backpack if you send me one. 
And so I do all that. And then once I had like the stuff that I pretty much wanted to get myself through college, the people just kept sending stuff. And I was like, oh. okay. And then sell it. <laughs> like I got like laptops. I got like TVs really? and stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ooh. That's awesome. You were in the game before you even knew you were in the game. Yeah, I know. true. I know. Yeah. What year are we talking here? Like 2012, almost 10 years ago. Oh, cool. Oh, you're, yeah. you're younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was born in 92. I'm 30. Oh, my God. Nin- oh. 90s, baby. Oh. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Zach's, Zach's older than I am. Yeah, I'm 88, if that makes you feel any better. 88? Yeah. Do they do numbers differently in Canada? <clears throat> <laughs> Just the <laughs> alphabet. Yeah, the alphabet's backwards, but the numbers are forwards. Oh, <laughs> Although you read them right to left. Gotcha. <laughs> You're an idiot. Um, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. This is one we get often. Uh, well, not often, but this topic comes up. So we usually start the podcast with the food of the day, which gets us off on a tangent about food. So people mm-hmm. ask a lot of food questions. Mm. Uh, Craig wants to know, where have you had the best pizza in your life? Which Craig? <clears throat> it's just Craig. Oh, just uh, Craig. <laughs> no, not Craig Tool. It's not Whitney. Not, not Craig the yeah. No, no. I figured it was maybe Barefoot Forward Craig. No, it's uh, uh, no, Craig. I, don't think so. I believe it's Hegan Home Goods. Mm. Yes. Oh, I, he's actually in the live stream right now. Oh, is he? What up, yeah, Craig? Yeah, he's gonna be <laughs> Best pizza ever. You guys have one? Well, mine is a place mm. called Tommy's Pizza. It okay. still smells of cigarettes after oh, they you told me about this place like 20 years ago. Yeah, it's filthy. Yeah. It's good pizza, though. Oh, that's all you need. As long <laughs> as the pizza's good, I'm there. Uh, there's this place here in Toronto called Maker Pizza, which is oh. which is quite good. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Maker yeah. Pizza. What do you got, Chrissy? Did you find a new place in Indiana? I did find a new place thanks to my one single friend that I had prior to moving here. Um, she told me about this place called Bruno's, and they have a ground pepperoni option. And it's just like you wouldn't think just making pepperoni in a different texture would make it that much better, but it's very good. I get that. I get that. It's like a thinner crust, too. Ooh. So what's your go-to pizza topping? Um, I make homemade pizza every Friday night, almost. Okay, um, nice. And we do pepperoni, green peppers, and if I'm feeling frisky and I cooked some bacon earlier in the day. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. what you have to have is the fresh Parmesan underneath the mozzarella. Oh, underneath the mozzarella. Interesting, mm. interesting. Oh, and we don't do a red sauce. We do a <laughs> we do a olive oil um, with garlic and red pepper flakes. Okay. That sounds like good. That. Yeah, that does sound very nice. So that's actually so my you... favorite pizza, but I didn't want to make two boastful comments in one podcast. <laughs> hey, there's no shame. There is no shame about it. I'm at the age so... where I can be confident. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you guys go out and buy one of those like fancy uh, pizza oven things that everybody's got in their backyard now? We have not, because um, my kids I've probably wouldn't things. touch it. If it's black, uh, you know, oh. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, but those are really hot right like now. Char on it. Yeah. 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 Those are super popular right now, though, those ovens. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I should reach out to one and see if they want me to do some pizza content. Someone, there you go. A couple people did just do a pizza company, um, Annette. 
from 513 Woodworks. Who else did oh, that? Oh, yeah. They were making pizza peels. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't pizza remember peel. what the company was, but. Is it? I know that, like, Blackstone makes those flat-top griddles. Do they make uh, pizza ovens, too? That's a good question. I don't know, but you could totally make a pizza right on the Blackstone. I'm sure you could. I know yeah, people who are sponsored by Blackstone if you'd like a connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, see, that's the thing is, like, I guess, speaking of, like, connections, that's one of the things I never realized when I started this is, like, you start to make like friends and acquaintances with other content creators and like people just share contacts. Like sometimes oh, it's yeah. so hard to get in contact with yeah. a certain brand or whatever. And then like, uh, you know, you can just be like, Oh, here you go. Like yeah. you and I were talking the other day, you asked me about pony and I asked you about your table saw that you got. Mm-hmm. So we just exchanged information. It's like, boom, there you go. Yeah. Still haven't heard back from Jeremy yet, though. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. No. The only thing that I make sure to do with that, because I'm happy to share, but if it's a private email, if it's not like listed in a bio, then I ask them first because I have gotten like absolutely. I've tried to share my mm. Home Depot contact before, and I've asked them, and they're like, "No, we're good. They can use the yeah. submit the general link for." The pitch link or whatever. I was like, oh, okay, sorry. I cannot share my content with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a little bit weird. So, so speaking of Home Depot, you've worked with Home Depot. Both of you guys have, right? Mm-hmm. How, how are they to work with? Are they easy to work with? I would say medium. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they weren't like, definitely not the worst. Definitely not like super chill, like do whatever you want type of vibes. So somewhere in the middle. Like they were, I honestly have no complaints about working with them, but they are more, a little more detail oriented, I would say. Yeah, and they're one of those third party groups that you have multiple people yes. kind of watching yeah. over your content. So if yes. one person is out of the office or whatever, you kind of have to, you get bounced around a little bit, but. but yeah, I, maybe we'll talk. We'll talk in the after show. I'd be curious to hear if your contact is the same as my contact, because a lot of time these like really big companies like Home Depot are actually represented by multiple different agencies. Oh, so yeah, I've I've encountered cool. that a lot, especially on YouTube. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Okay. To see. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I feel like we got a lot that we want to talk about in the after show. What do oh, we sure What do. do we say we uh, call it a day here on the main show and head over to the after show? Sounds good to me. All right. Well, uh, Christy, keep that recording going. And for everybody yep. else, we will. We appreciate you joining us. Remember to follow Christy. Christy, give them all your handles and stuff. It's just OK. Yeah, it's everywhere, isn't it? I wish I didn't have my logo sign covered up back there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the giant piece of plywood. Yeah. That's it's, right. Uh, Nobody watches the live stream anyway. <laughs> it, it's we get, Oak Hill Millworks anywhere you go. OakHillMillworks.com, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and more. Pinterest. Yeah, but there's nothing on it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's yeah. how mine is too. I'm yeah, sure it's too. probably my still like clip art logo that I made when I first started too. <laughs> nice. But all right, everybody, we appreciate you listening and we will yes, catch you over on the after show. And if you're too cheap, we will catch you on the main show <laughs> next week. <laughs> See, See you guys. Later. <laughs>